the Duchess Tourism Ambassador Program is designed to give you, as a frontline tourism employee or a volunteer, learning experiences that will build upon your knowledge of the region and your performance in serving your customers. The premise is simple. If frontline employees and volunteers, defined as those who come into immediate contact with the visitor, if they provide quality service to visitors, including leisure travelers, conference attendees, business travelers, those visitors are more likely to have a positive experience. And when visitors have a positive experience, they are more likely to return and are more likely to share positive impressions with their friends. Everyone benefits. Visitors, the tourism industry, and the local economy. That's not a script I just read. That's from Section 1 of the pre-read to becoming a Dutchess County Certified Travel Ambassador. That's right. Like Kerry Russell in The Diplomat, like Tia Leone in Madam Secretary, Chris Hemsworth for Boss Brand, Madeline Albright in The Real World, I'm now a Dutchess County Travel Ambassador. I was already unofficially selling you on life in the country, and now I'm doing it in a more official capacity. Well, at least in this county. Let the plans for a state dinner in Poughkeepsie begin. Down in the valley, moved up from the city, it's a new way of living, and I'm trying to get used to it. One park, two is half an ounce of an idiot, ordered a Manhattan, and they call me a city, yeah. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 91, Ambassador City It. Some people have bucket lists, things they want to do in their lifetime. I have more of a scratch-off list, things I have an itch to do, a scratch list. Writing a book was one, producing a song was one, starting a show like this was one. Advanced degrees, though, are kind of not one for me. I mean, I'm a very curious person. I just don't have a lot of patience, and I'm more of a learn-by-doing type of person than opening up a book and studying in class. Moving to the country from the city wasn't something I studied. I mean, we practiced visiting other people's homes as visitors, then as you know, doing the 10-3-1 approach over several summers, trying towns, and renting our own place. But we were amateurs the second we got here. Go back to the early episodes, and you'll hear the struggle in my voice, the basics of choosing a town, meeting people, setting your house up. Even now, I'm still pretty new at this. Last month in our bathroom, I saw a spider, a fairly big one. I was startled, though pretty quickly I realized it wasn't a tarantula or a black widow, and I didn't think it was dangerous. It was just hanging out on the shower curtain. I went away and came back later. It was still there. I told Brian, who wasn't impressed. I asked if he thought I should kill it, which really changes the feeling on the matter once you say it out loud. He said, no, let it be, Matt. So I grudgingly did. After a day of it not moving, though, I started to refer to it as Spider-Man. 
After 24 hours though, I was kind of moving around trying to avoid it. I just couldn't wait any longer. So I whacked a different part of the shower curtain with my hands. And then with great luck, Spider-Man fell into the toilet. I kind of felt like it was on purpose. Did he jump? I hit the flush quickly, and closing my eyes, I was both mortified and relieved. I told Brian that Spider-Man was lost in a strange murder-suicide, and though I suspect foul play, alas, the bathroom is back to normal. Brian shrugged, a little disappointed, and we went on our way until earlier this week when I went into the bathroom again and there was a new spider, almost the same size, back on the shower curtain. I yelled for Brian and he again said, leave him alone, Matt, and this time he named him Stanley. So with Stanley, I did some more research about how to deal with spiders. Most internet research agreed with Brian, saying leave spiders alone, with added tips such as using a spray of citrus, mint, or white vinegar to deter them or drive them away. I tell you all of this because now as an official representative for the Valley and part of the tourism and hospitality industry, I don't want us to have secrets or to have scandal break out because I kept this from you. I also want to show that I do have some empathy, an important characteristic of an ambassador as I learned, and I will research for the right answer. And I want to prepare you for animals, nature, and insects. In this episode, I will share what else I learned my plans for being a highly empathetic CTA, and advice from some true professionals. You'll want to visit the Hudson Valley even more. You might even want to be one too. The Dutchess County Certified Tourist Ambassador Program has trained more than 250 people this year. Programs are all over the country, though this one in Dutchess County is the only one in the Northeast and is funded by our county legislature. At my four-and-a-half-hour training session on a Tuesday morning in Poughkeepsie, I was one of eight. From what I could tell, most of the folks were somewhat related to the hospitality industry, including a young chef at a restaurant, a hotel sales director, a COO of a fitness center, an actor, a recent college grad, a commercial lender, and a manager of an animal sanctuary. Most of the other folks were from the central and southern part of the county, while I live up in the northern end. Now, the objective of the program is to increase regional tourism by inspiring us to turn every visitor encounter into a positive experience. I can do that, I thought. I already tried to do that, as a matter of fact. Tourism is big business and important to the economy wherever you live. The program started with opening remarks by Melaine Rotkamp, Dutchess Tourism President and CEO, and then taken over by Lauren Beal, who manages consumer services and tourism programs. Lauren gave us a pop quiz to test our local trivia, which I shocked myself by failing, even though I did the pre-read. I didn't know that the Mount Beacon Incline Railway was the first trail line, and I couldn't remember the name of Oblong House in Pauling, where slavery was banned a hundred years before Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. I learned a lot all day about what it means to be a good guide and a champion for tourism in your area. One key thing is about turning the negative into a positive. From there's nothing to do out here to actually there's a lot to do, and then having a list ready based on their interests. From there's nothing open on Mondays to actually a lot of places purposely open on Mondays, so why not you try this restaurant or this store? Lauren later did another pop quiz, which I, yes, failed again. This was harder than I thought. I need to pay attention. 
We paired off into exercises on creating an emotional connection, then one on handling scenarios based on a visitor's need. Then we built itineraries for different types of audiences using the resources available. Because after all, what I like may not be what you want to do. One thing that stuck with me is that we should end our interactions with guests by thanking them for coming and saying we hope you'll tell others what a great place this is and please come back soon. The amplifying effect. Working in marketing, I should have known this. The day ended with a 26-question multiple-choice exam, which we fortunately could do open book. I had done the pre-read, so I carefully and happily clocked through the questions, knowing I could miss a few, but not too many. Here's how I did. Breaking news, I'm here with Lauren, who's running the show here at the CTAs. Lauren, how'd I do in my exam? You passed! <gasps> Class, thank you all so much. <laughs> Since we learned that every situation for a visitor should be tailored, here's the challenge I gave a few of my fellow ambassadors. Give advice for a Sunday afternoon to a city person or couple visiting Dutchess County who maybe is thinking of moving here. Think age 40-something, 50-something, no kids, a dog, kind of hip, but not like fancy or douchey. What would get them motivated to maybe see themselves here? Obviously, this is a ploy to find more friends for me and Brian, but as you'll see, they rose to the challenge with great advice, with ideas for visiting the city of Beacon, or a day trip by train to Dover Plains. You'll love these CTAs, Nicole and then Dawn. Hi, Cityots and Matt. It's Nicole here. I am a recent graduate from Penn State, and I am born and raised in Poughkeepsie. If you're coming to the Hudson Valley, I specifically recommend checking out the city of Beacon. When you're in Beacon, there's a huge main street that's literally filled with tons of little shops, small businesses that you could support the community, and tons of places to eat and drink. I also really recommend checking out Bank Square Coffee House because their coffees are to die for. And when you're done with that, you can actually walk right over to Long Dock Park and catch the most beautiful sunsets along the Hudson River. There are so many photographers, so many athletic people, so many dogs. It's the most perfect afternoon you could possibly dream of. So I hope to see you in the Hudson Valley soon and make sure you tell your friends to come check us out. Hopefully you're up for visiting Beacon now, which is what we consider Southern Duchess. Now let's hear from Dawn, who shares an itinerary for a day trip to Eastern Duchess, including a few spots I've been to. Hi Matt, this is Dawn from Lucky Orphans Horse Rescue in Dover Plains, New York. Duchess County has so much to offer, from hiking trails to wineries to beautiful national parks, and the Hudson River views are spectacular during the fall. If you come up this fall, take the New Haven line to Dover Plains, walk through the quaint little town, and head on over to Dover Stone Church. No, it's not a church. It's actually a hiking trail that'll take you into a beautiful area where there's a cave and an underground waterfall. After you're done there, you can take an Uber just two miles down the road to Lucky Orphan's Horse Rescue, which is sanctuary to 48 horses that have been rescued from abuse and neglect and are given sanctuary. They provide equine assisted therapy, growth and learning programs to our youth, veterans and first responders. They also provide leadership opportunities for our businesses. Once you're done there, head on over to Kelly's Creamery and Kelly's husband's truck. He's got a beautiful food truck there with all kinds of different specials for the day. Finish up with an ice cream, and then take a quick walk back down to the train station 
in Dover and hop on the New Haven line back home. Thank you so much for coming to Dutchess County and tell your friends about this little unknown jewel in Dover Plains, New York. Thanks for listening to City It. Much more coming this season. As you can see from what I've learned, I hope you'll tell others what a great show this is, what a great place the Hudson Valley is, and you'll come visit soon. Links to what's mentioned in this episode in the show notes and on the episode page at cityat.com. I'm going to end this time with an ad. Oh yes, it's an ad encouraging you to become a CTA. Hi, I'm Elaine Rockcamp, President and CEO of Duchess Tourism. Do you love where you live? Do you enjoy championing Duchess County and our region? Consider becoming a Duchess Certified Tourism Ambassador. We have the only official program in the entire Northeast, and for residents and folks who work in Duchess, it's free for a limited time. Duchess Tourism has already helped more than 280 people earn this professional certification. Learn about attractions throughout the county, build customer service skills, and create memorable experiences for your friends, neighbors, and visitors to Dutchess County. Visit duchesstourism.com CTA or email training at duchesstourism.com for more info.